Be thankful for everything that happens in your life, for it's an experience. Hey, hey, hey! Welcome back to Season 2, Episode 2 of Refreshingly Idiotic, your favorite weekly podcast. Today's episode is all about hobbies, some passions, and I'm your girl, Hannah, your host. Before we get into today's topic, though, the question of the episode is how many pets have you had? I've honestly had quite a few. Okay, now I'm trying to think. Okay, so I've had like five fish. I want to see all better fish, max two at a time. And I was like scared to death of them. They were like really creepy. I don't know what was wrong with me, but I've just always had this thing with fish. I also don't eat any seafood, fun fact. And um, besides that, I've had three hermit crabs. Again, they were kind of creepy. I don't mind them though because. Okay, this is weird, because fish stay in their fish tank, and so do hermit crabs, like, they stay in their tank, but they were a little bit less creepy. I think it was because the tank was all decorated pretty with, like, the sand and the seashells and the rocks, but you know what? And I've had two birds, um, both at separate times. First, I had my cockatiel when I was in grade 6, and then when I was finished grade 8, we got a pineapple conure. And I still have mine, he's my baby, and I love him, like I say in every other episode. Totaling that up, I've had 10 pets at least in my life. I might have actually had more. I just don't remember, to be honest. So, okay, like 10. Is that like a lot, like a big number for people to have pets? Like, I know I've had a couple friends that have like two budgies and then like a dog or like a cat or like three dogs. And I feel like that's kind of normal. But like all together, like I know a lot of the people that I'm friends with are, like, pet lovers, so I'm just kind of curious, like, is that a normal number for, like, people that don't really, like, aren't really obsessed with pets, which is kind of weird, because I feel like if you're gonna have an animal, you're gonna be obsessed with them, but, um, yeah, I'm just kind of curious. Also, if my voice sounds a little bit echoey today, it's because I'm sitting at my old elementary school today. I thought I'd change up the scenery because the weather was really, really nice. Anyways, let's just roll the intro music. Alright, so today's topics, it's all about like hobbies and passions, but I wanted to actually start off with a passion, which honestly, you guys probably know this pretty well about me, how I like advocate and I call myself a workaholic and it's like all jokes and stuff, but I actually just googled the definition of workaholic and I have like a little ramble that I kind of want to start off with. So it's like workaholism and burnout. So I feel like I've been experiencing a lot of that lately, and I've written about it a couple times, and actually, fun fact, I actually just won a competition where I was writing about, like, my total burnout, and, like, if you want to check it out, it's on my website, actually, shameless plug, but anyways, yeah, it's there, it's called Coma, if you do want to read it, it's very short, it's, like, less than a thousand words, I'm pretty sure, but yeah, it's on there, I'll link it down below if you do want to check it out. I did win second place in a competition where there were like 50 entries, maybe a couple less. Um, but yeah, about 50. And I did win, so I'm super excited about that. And I'm actually getting asked to write a longer version of it, so I'm super excited about that. But that's like a totally different ramble. But yeah, so I've been thinking about it, like workaholism and burnout lately a lot. So... As you guys know, I call myself a workaholic quite a bit, and I just wanted to mention, for some reason, I actually thought that I had 
made up this word like I didn't think it was an actual word that had like a definition and stuff I thought it was just like me and like how I kind of imagined it according to google it's somebody who works a lot not necessarily enjoying it but just always feeling drawn to like continue working and that's not me in a sense where i don't like i don't not enjoy it i really enjoy it and just like on another side note i decided over like a a couple months ago that i wanted to design more merch where i wrote like workaholic on it and like i designed it with like some pretty stuff and i was super excited about it and then i kind of held off on it but i think i will be going back because we're gonna rebrand the word workaholic because workaholics don't have to be somebody who hates it they can be people who like working like i love working i'm always trying to find new things to do and i i want to label it like in a weird way i just want to be able to label it and i want like workaholism is my word and so we're gonna keep it that way which sounds like totally weird but hopefully soon you'll see workaholic merch it'll be hilarious we're, it's gonna be like our little joke also just like a super quick side note if you hear an auto quality change right now it's because the place where i was sitting it was a little bit too windy so i moved to a different corner hopefully it's not too different but anyways yeah coming back to my ramble i feel like i've, I've came off this ramble like three times now but we're just gonna keep going so yeah, I enjoy working because it helps me strive to do better. So it's not necessarily that I feel forced. I just like to do better and know that I'm reaching new levels and like doing better. I don't know how to explain it. I just really, really like it. All right, and then there's burnout. Now, I honestly like it's even though like workaholism is like a joke to me. Burnout isn't, but like I still do get burnt out and it's kind of increasing more than i wanted to it used to be like once every six months and then became like once every three months and now it's every month and it's a little bit like stressful but i know it's because it only happens because i'm so stressed case point example this past week i had like a 40 hour work week i was working on relaunching the podcast and um and I'm totally, totally burnt out now that the week is actually over. So that week was actually last week. But now that I'm, like, thinking back at it, I'm so overwhelmed thinking about everything that I had to do in, like, the end of that week that I genuinely feel burnt out, like, after I've done it. Which, now it's been, like, two days and I'm trying to, like, calm myself back down, but it's kind of getting hard. Just, like, just because I didn't take a break, I don't know how to explain this actually, so just because I didn't take a break, I didn't realize that I needed a break because I wasn't thinking about myself at all, and that's like the main cause for my burnouts, and I feel like that's probably somebody else's main cause for burnouts too, because you don't realize how far you've gone until you've done it. I'm not sure if I mentioned this before, but I've broken my wrist multiple times, well I've broken it once, and then I've twisted it multiple times, and like almost fractured it so it's like very very damaged my left wrist and so so yeah now i'm having like all these random wrist pains so i'm wearing a brace like literally all the time just like keep it straight so i'm not working it even more i don't even write with my left arm i just do like everything else so it is kind of like a drawback so just like wrapping up this whole thing because i feel like it's been going on for a while now 
technically, like, I know I'm having these random panic attacks now, and I'm having trouble breathing, and my arm is hurting, which sounds really, really bad, but honestly, it's been better today, and I'm pretty sure it's going to just get up from here, because I'm having a less stressful week, so it should be getting better, but all in all, I just wanted to advocate that burnout is real, and people should be able to accept that when they're talking about mental health, you also have to talk about the idea that when you can't avoid it, you, you have to just accept it and know how to make yourself feel better. Okay, so I know that was kind of like a weird, long ramble, and I know I'm actually going to be talking about this in like the last episode of the season, probably. I really do want to go on a ramble further about burnout, which because I think that that's like such a, a broad topic, and I know about my burnout, but I want to be able to understand burnout and how we can actually work towards lessening it. Bringing this back to hobbies, I think that burnout is like a huge thing for the hobbies like you have to watch about the hobbies that you pile up because obviously if your mental health isn't that great maybe you are looking for that distraction but then again you have to like pull yourself back and make sure you're not doing too much because i feel like that's where i went wrong and i'm trying to pull myself back from them like i know when i go through severe stuff at school i'll be like oh i'll just join a club i'll distract myself i'll be totally fine but that's not really how it works because then i'll be piling on all of these things that cause my burnout again and it's not really that great which is a habit again like I keep mentioning is trying like I'm trying to work out of I'm trying to get out of that habit and so before I get into the whys and which of the most are the helpful hobbies or anything like that I recently learned about this thing called social prescribing which is where doctors get like patients to focus on a hobby for a certain amount of time because it's scientifically proven to help with the like with poor mental health and one of like the main reasons that it works is because when we're doing our hobbies and it's something we love and we can really focus and zone into it basically what it's doing is it's sending a signal to our brain to release um the chemicals that show us that we are happy so like for example dopamine i know a lot of people have heard about that one so it's like feeding us the happiness that we did something like a quick work example like a couple days ago like this was like the really stressful work week i did have like this like section where i was like totally fine because my boss had actually asked me to reorganize something and so i like totally got into the zone of it like making sure everything was perfect and she actually made the comment she's like i see you in your own little bubble and i wish i was a part of it and that really made me realize how much in the zone i was and how much i needed that to help myself feel better now organizing is just like a thing that i really like to do like i like to like pull up all of the books off my bookshelf and reorganize them instead of by author maybe by the color that the book spine has or like how big the book is like the thickness of the book or something like that but other than that more popular things are like writing playing music listening or playing photography gardening drawing crafts in general any sort of physical activity like dancing working out swimming soccer basketball totally up to you and gardening are honestly pretty popular now just before you brush it off because like you've tried it and you don't like it you're not good at it it could literally be anything so you could really like find anything like i just said organizing like going on walks painting like obviously like now i'm just repeating what was on the list but like you can literally find anything it could be talking to your friends just 
something to get you in the zone to like get your mind off everything else now honestly like you don't want to be doing everything on this list because it'll like quote unquote fix you because it won't you're just gonna get burnt out basically just want to try a handful of things and see what works for you and what actually gets you into that place i don't know how to explain it but you guys probably know there's always like that one thing that everybody gets into the zone for where they'll like totally focus on it forget about everything else it just clears their mind and makes them feel so much better so for example if like you're trying gardening but you hate getting dirty or your plants keep dying don't continue it it's only going to make you feel worse and that can be like totally counterproductive moving on to more of the passion side you guys all know that i'm passionate about mental health like i began my episode today point in case refreshingly idiotic i'm passionate about spreading the knowledge helping everybody understand so we can be there for each other and feel more accepted i feel like everyone has some sort of a passion whether they know it or not but some examples like climate change politics human rights education helping people taking care of children literally it could be anything just something that like drive i think passion is what drives us and it helps us develop our grit which is basically according to google and angelina duxworth it's basically a drive of persistence to help achieve our passion in the long term so it's like something that you're constantly working at and if you want to know more about grit i'm going to link down a video a ted talk video down below from angelina duxworth about grit so you should definitely listen to that if you're interested in it because it truly is really inspiring i would like to say that i have a decent amount of grit i'm always pushing for like the next thing i always like to improve and try to teach everybody else how to improve as well and like reach their full potential i really feel like it doesn't matter if you're really that book smart or if, if you have like that street smart as long as you have enough grit and passion you can be just as successful random extra question what's your passion i'm kind of curious now because i feel like everybody has like a total different passion even if it's going around the same thing so like with climate change for example maybe it's more about like how the animals are affected how humans are affected how the land is affected like there's so many different ways that you can be passionate about one thing so i'm curious so along with the question of the episode let me know what your passion is i'm very curious for the last portion of today's episode i wanted to bring back to a little bit more mindfulness so like last week i talked about the finger hooking this week i wanted to share something a therapist once shared with me kind of like a mentality and how to be more positive so she said like we're kind of in like a triangle and like three quarters and we bounce between them so our thoughts emotions and behaviors now our emotions fluctuate there's really nothing we can do we're human but then there but there are things that we can do with our thoughts and behaviors to help make our emotions more positive for example for changing behaviors like let's say you're sitting on the couch and you're like lying down and you're you're very down like obviously you're going to be down because you're not doing anything you're not getting up and you're moving so maybe once you realize that your your emotions are dropping try try changing your behavior get up go go like dance for five minutes put on some really upbeat music or go on a walk for changing your thoughts there's so many things you can do so you can find things to be grateful for one specific thing that she told me that was really nice especially because i like to write a lot is in the morning find three things that you're grateful for and at night find five things that were good like that that were like positive throughout the day another thing is say stop and contradict it so if you remember something that bothers you say stop and then just like think the opposite of it and say it out loud five times so if 
like let's say you think you're stupid so oh no i'm stupid so instead of, say stop and then be i'm smart i'm smart i'm smart i'm smart i'm smart and by the time you've said it five times you've probably forgot you called yourself stupid or even if you haven't at least now you're like thinking about the positives so in this and along with the other tips you're reframing everything you're saying which is the third tip actually refraining so like let's say you had a house burnt down and you're and instead of being depressed like oh no my house burned down which is which is like honestly very very extreme but you can be like oh i didn't really like that dresser anyway so now i can buy a new one so just reframe it so you have that better perspective and then like looking things doing thing thinking about the things that you can look forward to so like oh i have that party on friday i'm gonna get to see all my friends or oh in like three hours i'll be able to go out and get some ice cream or make sure like you can distract yourself at any point so like writing any art hanging out with friends interacting with others can help you make make you feel so connected and grounded to the world and lastly turning it silly because if you can like draw your stress and then make it like a silly monster or just like think about all the weird things that go along with your stress to see like oh really it didn't really matter and you're totally fine about it so basically what these things are doing is eventually if you contradict everything you think negatively and instead of going into a negative place when something does happen you'll instantly reframe it and you'll just your mind will go straight into that positive place i'm working on that right now i'm not fully there yet but i'm hoping that happens soon because sometimes like oh a couple days ago i had like my third driving lesson and it was raining and so when when my driving instructor asked me what i thought of it like i was kind of fine it was drizzling it wasn't too bad it did end up kind of raining a lot when i was on my way back but it wasn't too bad so he asked me and i was like it was an experience like it was it was practice like eventually i'm going to have to drive in the rain so why not just learn and practice in the rain obviously i wouldn't want to do that every time but like i got some extra practice so that was me reframing a bad situation like oh no i'm learning how to drive in these harsh conditions into hey i'm already learning and i think that just about wraps up my episode so i hoped it helped it really helps me especially when i'm feeling like burnt out at the end of the day or i'm just tired just remember that at the end of the day you are in control of the things that go on for you to quite an extent so you probably can make your situation situation a little bit better don't forget to answer the question of the episode which was how many pets do you have and also the highlight and low light of your week i know i've had a very long week so it would be nice to hear some of your highlights and low light don't forget to subscribe rate and share pretty please with a cherry on top bye everyone